0: Welcome to Private Club Radio, your weekly source for industry education, news, and discussion. Broadcasting from Tampa, Florida, ladies and gentlemen, here is your host, Gabriel Aloisi. Well, happy April 8th to you. It's a special day for me because six years ago, my firstborn son came into this world, Lucas Aloisi. And as a little treat for my son, I've got him on the show today to co-host with me, so Lucas, how are you? Good. Happy birthday to you, pal. How many years old are you today? Six. Six years old. Yeah. And did you get some presents? Did you get some presents for your birthday? Yeah. Tell us about them. What did you get? A bike. A bike. <laughs> A drum. A drum set. And what else? Romeo, which I wanted forever. A Romeo toy that you wanted forever. Anything else? A microscope. A microscope. And the other big present that Lucas gets is that he gets to come to work with daddy and spend the day here working at the private club agency. Now, we've got a really cool guest for you today, a a friend of mine that I met at a retreat about a year ago. His name is Jason Schneider of Perception Academy. And Jason is an NLP trainer. And if you don't know what NLP stands for, that's Neuro Linguistic Programming. It's basically the theory that by changing your thinking patterns and by changing the way you speak, you can change your actions and the actions of others around you and how they view you in the world. And it's fascinating stuff. Jason actually takes me through a little mini NLP training and got to say, it was pretty spectacular. So before we bring Jason on the show, just a couple more questions here for my co-host. Lucas, what is your favorite sport? Golf. Golf and who is your favorite golfer? Daddy. <laughs> well, unfortunately, Daddy's not on TV. But get excited here for the Masters no, no, no. coming up. I remember the first time you were born, uh, we watched the Masters together. Guess what? What my favorite golfer is Tiger. Tiger. Okay, you think Tiger can win it? Mhm. Yep. We're gonna. He's gonna give it a shot at Augusta this week, and Augusta's always a special because when you were born. That was the first tournament that we saw together. So without further ado, we're going to bring on our featured guest of the day, Mr. Jason Schneider. My next guest is Jason Schneider of Perception Academy. He's the founder and senior trainer, and he's an internationally recognized NLP trainer, which you're going to learn all about. He's got 10 years experience. And he's the current president of the Institute of Neurosemantics USA. He's passionate about facilitating people to become more effective communicators personally and professionally, and most importantly, self-actualization in ourselves and others. Jason, welcome to Private Club Radio, man.
1: Hey, thanks for having me, Kate.
0: Yeah, so we are mutual friends of Diane Allen, who's also been a guest on this show. And we both attended her retreat over at Hammock Beach uh, last year. And what did you think of that, first of all?
1: Oh, it was wonderful. It was it was great to see Diane in action, and uh, and to actually be sitting in the audience is a a great experience. I always like to receive tools and knowledge and to grow myself. Uh, I find that much more empowering than delivering it.
0: Yeah. Well, you were the most interesting person I met at that uh, little weekend retreat that we did, and I was really interested in NLP because it's one of the first times I've really ever. Uh, took a little deep dive into that subject. I'd love to learn more and share that with our listeners. So if you could start off, Jason, maybe just tell us a little bit of the history and background of NLP and what it actually does.
1: Sure. So uh, I guess I'll start with a, a quick definition, which is that NLP or neurolinguistic programming is is the study of human excellence. So what we're doing with NLP is we're looking at how excellent people do things so that we can learn how to do it ourselves, so we can model it. And bring it into our lives so we can perform at our highest and best, uh, rather than just operating off of the programs of the people that we've modeled from the past or our automatic programs. Wow. So that's kind of a quick definition of NLP for you.
0: I know when we were starting, you were, you were kind of telling me that, uh, you know, our brains are almost like an operating system. Is that how you describe it when you're talking about this?
1: Yes, so I like to use the computer metaphor, um, you know, neuro-linguistic programming, really thinking about it as, as if we were a computer, our neurology, just like a computer has hardware, we have hardware, which is our neurology, and it's with our, our eyes, our ears, our central nervous system, and our whole nervous system is how we input information through that, we process all information from the world in that, and then we respond using our neurology. And so kind of like a computer with no software is just a really expensive paperweight. It's not going to do much for you that as human beings, everything that you do, everything that anybody that you interact with does, anything that I do is governed by certain programs. It must be in order to get this whole machine running. And so with NLP, we look at the programming languages, the link, you know, NLP, the linguistics, we look at the programming languages of the mind so that we could better understand how we work, how other other people work so that we can, number one, communicate more effectively with them. Number two, we can understand ourselves better so that we can better manage our own states and our own performances so we can perform at a higher level. And then number three, like I said earlier, we can model excellence from other excellent individuals much more quickly so we can accelerate our, our performances, our evolution, our personal growth and development as well.
0: That that sounds really intriguing, and I I definitely want to learn more and take a little bit of a deeper dive because, you know, I think I conceptualize what it is, but probably not completely understanding exactly the mechanics of it. So can you break down how, how the NLP training works?
1: So, well, in terms of the training, the programs that we offer are highly experiential. And so that's one thing to start out with is that NLP is not about getting more head knowledge or more theory or more concepts in your brain. A lot of it is about taking the ideas, the knowledge, the best concepts, the best understandings that you already have about the things that you're already doing and getting you to actually perform it and experience it. Okay. So kind of closing the gap between what you know and what you can actually do because we all know things that we should be doing that we're not yet doing. (laughs) So one (laughs) of the things about it is that it's highly experiential (laughs) and getting you to actually feel it in your body and to perform all of the communication skills and all of the concepts that we're teaching.
0: So. Communication so, yeah. communication affects our emotions and habits, you like to say. So break that down for me, Jason.
1: Right. So well, you have we all have an experience of uh, going out to a place, going out to an event or meeting somebody new, and of uh, the same exact thing. So we can all respond differently to the same exact stimuli. And, you know, the point about that is that it's not the stimuli that drives our emotions. It's not that he makes me this. It makes me angry. The world makes me. uh, It's more about your thoughts about that thing is what makes us unique and allows us to respond differently to the same stimuli as individuals. And so really by understanding what are your thoughts and what's the logical fate of thinking the way you are, it empowers you to be able to change You're responsive to things because you can't change the things in the outside world. The best you can do is change your perception of them, and that way you can open yourself up to respond more flexibly and and at a higher level.
0: So how do you actually do that then?
1: So part of it is by... by really taking a moment to slow down and to look at your own thoughts rather than allowing your unconscious thoughts to drive you to slow down and to take a moment and to look at your own thinking and to recognize that they're just thoughts so that you can have different ways of perceiving them. For example, like here's here's a good one that I get all the time is that you ever have a memory? Do you mind if I play with you for a moment, Gabe? Please do. That'd be fun. I'd love to. (laughs) Cool. So do you have any memory that's like, kind of comes up every once in a while you don't have to tell me or the listeners what it is but just have that memory kind of come up in your mind something that kind of comes up every once in a while and bugs you and bothers you
0: something that that like happened to me that um that disappointed me or something
1: right and and something that it's kind of done and over with but yet you still hold on to it in your neurology and every once in a while it still bothers you
0: okay i've got a a many of those but i've got one in particular i'm thinking of and uh, (laughs) i'm not shy so i could share it
1: (laughs) So okay, lot- but you know, the, another cool thing is that we don't even need that information. Oh, okay. So a cool thing about the programming is that is that it's more neuro-linguistic programming and neurosemantics, which is my, my specialty field, is that, that, um, that we don't even need to work with the content of the programming because if you've got a program that processes, let's say you have an accounting software mm-hmm. and it processes the numbers, it doesn't matter whose data you're going through it, the program works just fine. Okay. If that makes sense. Perfect. So it doesn't really, uh, yeah, so we don't really need the content. But my question for you is as you think about that, how do you feel?
0: Uh, I feel slighted.
1: (laughs) Slighted. Wonderful. So that's a perception that you have regarding it. You feel slighted. And let me ask you another question. It might be a weird question, but as you think about that memory, um, as you replay it in your mind, there's one of two ways that you could have encoded that memory. So one way is that it's kind of like, as you think about it, it's like you're there now reliving it. So you see what you saw, you hear what you heard, you feel what you felt just like you were in that moment. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And the other way is that you kind of replay it, but you're watching it kind of like you're watching a, a instant replay. So you see yourself over there, a younger version of yourself going through that experience.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: And so as you think about that memory, which way is it encoded? Are you stepped in like you're reliving it like now, or have you been watching it from the outside?
0: Um, I'd say I'm probably watching it from the outside.
1: Wonderful. So you see yourself over there and you go, that guy was slighted or Mm. do you feel slighted because you're there? Hmm. Which one was it?
0: Um, I guess, uh, (laughs) I guess I (laughs) feel, yeah, maybe, maybe I'm inside of it actually. Now that you, now that you phrase it that way, I guess I, I feel, feel slighted by, uh, re-experiencing it.
1: Right. And so that's one thing is that the way you languaged it lets me know that you were probably stepped in also
0: Okay, to the
1: memory and reliving it. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah. So do me a favor here. What I want you to do is I want you to kind of pop out of it so you can watch yourself over there experiencing it. Does that make sense? That younger version of yourself?
0: So like separate myself from my ego, basically.
1: Well, separate. basically, the way you've been remembering it is you put on a virtual reality helmet and you mm-hmm. keep reliving that memory whenever it comes up. And you go, ah, I feel right. so slighted." Okay, yep. So how about instead of, instead of putting on the VR helmet, pop it out on a little TV screen out in front of you. Okay. And watch it so you see Gabe over there. And the whole memory, play the memory like it's a movie in your mind from the beginning to the end. But watch it from the outside this time and notice what else you can learn from this perspective.
0: Okay, I guess I feel disappointed. I can see disappointment on my face.
1: Okay, so you can see disappointment on your face. Do you notice the difference between feeling slighted when you think of the memory and seeing disappointment on your face?
0: Yeah, I think I can separate that, yeah.
1: So notice now when you watch the memory this way, how he over there is feeling slighted. Mm Mm-hmm. How can you, how do, what can you learn when you watch him feeling slighted? What can you learn about this whole kind of experience of watching your memory from a different angle that you maybe didn't notice two minutes ago?
0: I guess maybe, you know, maybe I had too big of expectations at the time. Um, maybe I, maybe part of the problem was me and not the, the person or organization that I feel like slighted me.
1: Awesome, and as you kind of watch it from over there, you go. Part of the problem was him. What did he need to know or feel in that situation so that he could have been better prepared or handled that situation more effectively?
0: I guess I shouldn't have built up my expectations so high, or or really placed all my eggs in that particular basket.
1: Wonderful. And so, recognizing that, when you think about the memory now, how do you feel?
0: Well, I feel like uh, I feel I feel definitely a little bit more relief. Absolutely.
1: Wonderful. And so like obviously we could go on longer here. We only have a couple of minutes. But so just by taking a moment to look at how you are encoding that memory. Like when we started, you were stepped into it. Right. And you were refilling the the experiences from that unresourceful memory. It's not the best way to encode past memories that are unresourceful, to mm-hmm. relive them over and over again. Right. If that makes sense. Oh absolutely. So one thing Yeah. So, well, just through this little slight recoding of popping out of it, it gives you the freedom, the emotional freedom to learn from it so that you can better prepare for next time.
0: And it makes sense, honestly, Jason, because like, for instance, I'm in a business mastermind group and a lot of times people will present a challenge and their challenge might be the exact same challenge that I have, but by me, you know, trying to help them with their challenge it solves my own problem that I, that was already a block for me. So that, that's kind of interesting how, how this whole process works.
1: <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. And the idea is that, you know, when we kind of, well, the idea behind this little slight little taste of how this, how this type of uh, psychological reprogramming could work is that it's a hundred percent. That is that, well, by reliving it over and over again, we, when we're in the unresourceful state that we're not really able to access our highest and best resources. Right. In order to come up with a solution, wow. and and it's just um, it's by spi- that slight little recode of that memory, instead of being reliving it from the inside through stepping out, that you can access your own internal resources, so you can actually find a solution, which is why you keep on reliving. we reliving it anyway. Yeah. The reason why you kept on having that memory come up is because you're going, I don't want that to happen again like that.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh, definitely. <laughs> almost feel a little freer already. Yeah, <laughs>
1: right. And and you could even like begin to imagine how this could actually make you become more resourceful in the future. Like when situations like that come up, how much more prepared you can be now.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's very powerful. Absolutely. So, in in so is it is your is your process doing this but on a bigger scale? Is there other pieces to the puzzle? How does a, how does it all play out when someone works with you?
1: So, well, when people work with me on a one-on-one basis, there's two sides of my business. So I do NLP training where I teach people how to use these tools in order to better communicate with yourself so that you can manage your own emotions better, so that you can better communicate with others in your personal and professional relationships, and then also so that you can better, quote-unquote, coach people. But coaching for me is synonymous with, leadership because if you're leading people well you're coaching them to to become more into more responsibility you're coaching if you're a parent you're coaching someone into becoming an adult if you're a salesperson you're coaching someone into the sale so basically i'm teaching people coaching skills or communication skills so that you can lead yourself so that you can better lead others so basically it's self-leadership and then starting with self-leadership so you can become a better leader and then in the coaching side of my business i work with people on a more personal level being able to understand what your goals are what your outcomes are and really working with people to self-actualize to unleash your potentials to find out what your blocks and blind spots are and then to use these tools and techniques like the one that you just experienced there or that I just demonstrated there in order to remove your unconscious uh, blockages from becoming your best self, if that makes sense.
0: Absolutely. So you've got a number of these types of uh, scenarios or tools that you use with people to to break through of all sorts of different things they've got going
1: on. Right. And so like that tool right there is just one way of working with your mental movies, your memories and your imaginations. But we also, it's not just a a set of tools like neurosemantics and NLP. It's not so much more than just a toolbox that I can access because it's a full-blown systematic and systemic model of how human perception works and how human communication works. So it's really by looking at, by being able to see the unconscious. Most people live in the world of stimulus and response. This happens and it makes me feel this way. I do that and it makes them feel this way. Right. And by being able to understand how this works, you can actually see kind of like the invisible programming language behind all of these stimulus response reactions that's driving the stimuli and the responses in ourselves. And so by understanding that and being able to see that, it gives you much more, it makes you much more empowered as a person, but it also makes you much more empowered as a leader so that you can understand why people are operating the way that they are operating, and it gives you a lot more empowerment to be able to alter the way that they're perceiving the world or that you're perceiving the world so you can open up to to, to different possibilities, more flexible choice in how you respond to the world.
0: Wow. So you're teaching people how to perceive the world in a different way. I think that's extremely powerful. Absolutely. And I can see how that's got so many um, different offshoots from it, and different ways that people can take that and and, and really improve their... Prove their lives and live up to their fullest potential. That's, that's extremely powerful. You've also got a number of like videos and articles for people who just want to learn more about you and go a little bit deeper. How do they find that Jason?
1: Yeah. So, well, if people want to learn more and go deeper, I provide a lot of free resources online. Um, I have my, my Facebook page, which is, uh, facebook.com forward slash perception Academy, as well as my YouTube channel for videos, which is youtube.com forward slash perception Academy. And also I have a large database of articles and videos and stuff on my website at perceptionacademy.com forward slash knowledge, which is totally a free resource. No need to opt in with your email unless uh, people are interested in receiving my best and most updated content on a regular basis.
0: That's awesome. And if people actually want to schedule like a one-on-one so they work with you kind of like you did with me, but on a, a much higher level, how do they go about doing that, Jason?
1: So the best way to do that is to check out on my website. Uh, anyone who wants to schedule a discovery session with me, I'm pretty busy these days. So the best way to do that would probably be to email me um, and we can discuss about when when I could fit someone into the calendar. So the email address is jasonatperceptionacademy.com and that's probably the best way to move forward with that. And then also to check out the training schedule for people who are interested in actually learning the full system and and being able to integrate it into their, their lives, it's uh, perceptionacademy.com forward slash schedule to see the the full schedule coming up for 2019. That's
0: awesome. And Jason, you're based in Fort Lauderdale. So we got plenty of clubs down in the uh, Palm Beaches and in Miami area. And so there's a lot of folks right near you um, where you practice this and, and teach other people how to go through this process and uh, teach this process even to other people. So it's, it's pretty amazing.
1: Yeah,
0: awesome. Jason, I really appreciate this, man. It was really wonderful to just learn more about the process because it uh, it unlocked a few things for me, and <laughs> thanks for taking me through the process uh, itself. That was, that was uh, unexpected <laughs> but fun. It's funny because when I had Diane on the show, she actually did a guided meditation on Private Club Radio, so um, you two are the only people who have ever done um, some kind of work on me <laughs> during the show, but uh, I think it was probably two of my favorite episodes.
1: Yeah, why talk about it when you can experience it?
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Jason, thanks for joining me here on Private Club Radio today, man.
1: Thanks so much for having me.
0: Well, that's going to do it for today's episode. I'll catch you back here next week. And until then... Here's to your ha- membership, sex. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> Bye-bye, guys. Private Club Radio is brought to you by Concert Golf Partners helping to preserve and enhance private golf and country clubs. Concert Golf has the capital, expertise and private club hospitality experience to help upscale private clubs, achieving long-term success and membership growth. For 25 years, Concert Golf has allowed private club members to focus on simply enjoying their club. Visit concertgolfpartners.com to learn more about the recapitalization process.